Welcome back to Not So Southern Gentlemen. I'm Ricky. And I'm Sean. Today's July 25th. It is the weekend after Comic-Con. And man, was there a bunch of news come out of here. I am so... I don't I don't know if I've been this excited about Comic-Con. Uh, the, I, the stuff that came out was amazing. Yes. I, I was about to say the same thing. Like, uh, every time it kept coming out, there was more and more and more. And I was like, oh, that's got to be on the podcast. That's got to be on the podcast. That's got to be on the podcast. It was just so much stuff. And I was like... How are we going to fit this? But we're going to try to cram as much as we can into this podcast because let me tell y'all, there is so much information, so much good stuff coming to us next year. Uh, let's talk about some news first before we get into the trailer reviews and stuff like that. I wanted it. to talk about one of my favorite characters of all time, Ghost Rider, is going to be in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. The the images we saw earlier that everybody thought was Hellfire, including me, who has already been in the show this season, was incorrect. They are bringing Ghost Rider, the uh, Robbie Reyes version of Ghost Rider, with the, uh, looks like the car from uh, uh, Fast and Furious. But yes. I'm okay with that, because the Ghost Rider if you don't know, has been more than one person over the lifetime of Marvel Comics. He's been... The original Ghost Rider was a guy on horseback, which I even like that one. That has nothing to do with my my childhood love of Ghost Riders, Zarathos and Johnny Blaze. Then in the 90s, they redid a new version of Ghost Rider with uh, Danny Ketch and some great oh. artistry from uh, Javier Stellaris, I believe is his name, and also... Yeah. Uh, Mark Texiera, who I recently purchased a print of, who is the uh, defining Ghost Rider artist for me. And uh, when the new Ghost Rider came out, the Robbie Reyes and uh, his brother and and the I believe the tale is um, he he gets caught in the middle of a drug deal or something trying to defend his brother who's in a wheelchair, and he he gets the spirit of vengeance to avenge uh, uh, all that. So. Wow, uh, I'm I'm really excited. Love Ghost Rider. Can't wait for this. Now this this is gonna be good, man. Now, so, sorry, I, I just wanted to know your opinion of Ghost Rider. I, I love Ghost Rider. Uh, never read many of the comics. You know, <clears throat> seen the movies. Take that for what it's worth. But I like Ghost Rider. I like the idea of Ghost Rider. My question is, are we going to get more Ghost Rider than Agents of Shield? Well, that's a good question, and, and that's the same kind of question with uh, Punisher, of course, showing up in Daredevil season two. Now we are getting a new season of, uh, we are getting a season of Punisher uh, that they've already announced. But that was that's that's old news. We're here to talk about the new news. Um, what's the first thing you want to talk about? Let's just let's just go for the Marvel Netflix series. I mean, twenty seventeen and later this year is going to be packed. My Netflix is... My list on Netflix is going to be packed with Marvel stuff. Let's see. First, we're going to get Luke Cage, correct? Yes, Luke Cage comes out the end of this year. Now, what did you think of that trailer? Uh, I thought it was great. Um, Luke Cage... I didn't read many Power Man Iron Fist comics when I was younger. Um, I mean, neither of the, none of that stuff kind of landed on me. Um, but I thought the art, like John Byrne was an artist that worked on that comic. Um, so I haven't really got any, any, bringing anything to the table from comic side of that, but 
the modern take on Luke Cage where um, he's with Jessica Jones and they're uh, working with the Avengers and the the uh, secret Avengers that that whole time before uh, Civil War and that kind of thing I, I really thought was a really good take on Luke Cage who uh, I wouldn't have thought that that character would have had new life in him but I'm happy to be proven wrong. I'm really excited to see this series, especially uh, the way the trailer was cut and the things it was showing him doing. Uh, I, I'm really pumped. Oh, man. He just he rips off that car door, and he just starts taking people out. Like, it doesn't matter. If you stand in his way, he is going to thrash you. And I love the ending. The guy's just unloading that clip of that gun into him. He's just walking like he's Superman. You know? I mean... It, it just looked awesome. Uh, I have literally no knowledge of Luke Cage prior to watching the Jessica Jones series, comic-wise. Uh, I knew he was a character. I knew of Power Man and Iron Fist. Had I ever read one? No. So when I seen this, this guy is awesome, man. I love the, you can't break what cannot be broken. I think that was a line or something out of uh, the Jessica Jones series. I was like, dude, he is awesome. And then, uh, you know, there there is the Power Man that is in uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, I believe, the animated series. Yeah. They have yeah. Power Man as and well. And Iron Fist. Yeah. And, and so, you know, that that's, that's as much Luke Cage as I have. Yeah, and uh, Mike Collier, I don't know what he's done before, but I'm really excited. Uh, he did a great job of Jessica Jones, and I'm really excited for his new series. And since we're talking about Luke Cage, let's move to Iron Fist. They released not a trailer, but a teaser for Iron Fist, mm -hmm. uh, which is, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I've always known Iron Fist as the guy with his shirt off or, or a tight shirt and, and the dragon symbol and the yeah. thing over his head and his hand glowing. Didn't see a lot of that in the tra in the teaser, but you know it's just a teaser. Um, I liked uh, uh, Loras, <laughs> Game of Thrones. He, you know, he's a good actor. I, I, right. I'm excited to see where the story goes because, I mean, the tra the teaser starts out has the little young boy, young Danny Rand on the plane with his mother. Plane crashes. He survives. He's found by some monks, which implies he's going to have some training, and uh, kind of intercuts to scenes and it shows him is he wearing a rug is that what those what those things used to be called it's almost what it looked like yeah i don't know yeah but anyway it shows him with no shoes he's wearing a kind of a looks kind of homeless but then he, he busts through a wall and uh you know it's just a teaser uh i'll wait for the trailer to make any sorts of judgments but um i'm excited oh, finn, yeah. finn jones i believe is his name is that correct who iron fist yes danny rand the actor Oh, I don't know. Don't, oh. <laughs> man, I didn't. I, I, I was so. I was, thought yes. I was taking good yes. notes. This, I thought I was taking good notes this week, and I did not put that down. Um, but no, I, I seen a, uh, I seen somebody had wrote something on uh one of the Facebook pages I had, and it said, "Congratulations, Hell's Kitchen's being guarded by uh." A blind guy, an alcoholic, a felon, and a hippie. Well, <laughs> who else like, is going to guard it? That's right. I was like, Danny Rand is definitely, he is so hippie-like. You know, he it always seems everything he takes is very 
slow. It never seemed like he's not excitable. I don't know. Maybe he just keeps cool under pressure. And I, I can't wait to see more. I can't wait to see a full trailer for this. And that'll give me a better sense of the way it's going to be, you know. And so that would be the sec. That will be Iron Fist is coming out the first part of 2017, from what I understand, correct? I, be- I believe that. I think that's going to be the top end of the year. And then uh, the Defenders will be the bottom end of the year, which correct. is our next topic. Yeah. And that trailer was incredible. You know, I mean, obviously, we just had Come As You Are being sung very, very slowly. That's a Nirvana song for anybody that's, you know, too young to know who Nirvana is. Oh, my goodness, I'm old. That's not a statement you just made. That's not even possible. Please. Okay. Um, Yes. And, And therefore, we know the Defenders will be Daredevil. Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and Jessica Jones. And possibly Punisher. They haven't announced that. But See, that's what I was wondering. Uh, the one I had seen somebody had pieced together or something from Comic-Con where right at the end when the song finishes, you heard a... Stick. Uh, you heard right, st- Stick. You heard Stick, but after that, even longer... Somebody had played it, and you hear um, a bolt-action rifle load around, and you hear John Barenthal's voice go, with one in the chamber, that's all I need. I don't know whether that was real or not. I was like, oh, John Barenthal's voice. Are we going to get some Punisher when we see the Defenders? That, that would be nice to get a little extra dose of Punisher you know, to tide us over until uh, we finally do get Punisher season one, which will probably probably be 2018, and will probably be after Daredevil season three. I think is how that was proposed, which they also yes. did announce. Daredevil season three is happening. Oh man, I'm so pumped for Daredevil season three. Thank goodness that got picked up. But what I didn't see getting picked up for a second season was Jessica Jones. Do you believe we'll see any more from just her solo ride? Yeah, that I don't know. I didn't do any investigation into that. I didn't see anything said about it in the panel. So I may have missed it, though. I had to read it. I didn't get to watch it. Um, we did get to see Voltron Season 2 was announced, which I am mm. super excited about. Because good. I don't know. if Did we review Voltron Season 1? Because it we- was good. I think I think we we talked on it for briefly and we were both still in the middle of it but man let me tell you Voltron season 1 it I, I loved it it had all the elements that brought me into loving anime you know the first time giant robots fighting great character development but what I enjoyed most about it was the animation itself it felt very Saturday morning cartoon to me or a, uh, you know, not so Dragon Ball Z, but more mobile suit Gundam. And I just love that type of animation. And if season two is anything like season one, I'm bringing it on. It is going to be great. What I was going to say is that what felt very Dragon Ball Z was uh, Corrin, uh, Laura's assistant, who was very, very anime funny, uh, Reese Darby. Band meeting, yeah. band meeting. Yeah, he's he's funny. 
Uh, who enjoyed he? it. What is he out of? He's out of. Don't uh, ask me that, man. Pirate when it Raider. comes to voice actors, uh, I know Scott McNeil and I know Sean Schimmel, and, and that's about it. Everybody else, I can I can usually pick out when somebody is Trunks from Dragon Ball Z. I'm like, hey, that sounds like Trunks. That's about it. We have a couple other things. Uh, we got to see not a trailer, but a few scenes cut together for Justice League. Now, I recently you didn't feel you didn't feel this was a trailer. No, they they said it was not a trailer. It's not a trailer. Yeah, it was a. It, it, it's a piece they they put together. I mean, it works as a trailer. Don't get me wrong, but it's not a somebody sat down and cut a trailer for the movie. This is this is put together uh, scenes that they had for Comic Con. Right. And, and I, I let me just say this briefly, but while we're on this, I love the way everything was released during Comic Con. I believe we got it all just a few hours after everybody else. And it was very nicely done. I really didn't have to wait for anything. I didn't have to dig for anything. I did not watch a single trailer that somebody secretly recorded on their cell phone while they wasn't looking, you know. It, it was so nice to have everything released. And this Justice League trailer looked amazing. I... I, if that's the way it's going to be, it's going to be incredible. I really enjoyed the Justice League trailer, and I hope the movie lives up to it. Yeah, I really... Hmm. The Justice League trailer was interesting. A couple of the things that I liked. I did... Uh, I like that you you got some hesitation here. I, I feel like you're about to drop some insight on <laughs> me... Well, I what, mean, what I, I just watched Batman vs. Superman, the Ultimate Edition. Oh. Uh, I did purchase because I was I was, I was was interested, so. Oh, okay, okay. And I'll, I'll, I'll give a review of that later. Um, so, so, so let's just say this trailer is totally different than the movie you just watched. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, it's got a, a lighter tone. Uh, it's got... Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, come on. It's got... Finally, we get to see Call Drogo out of the water, man. Well, yeah. We get to see Jason Momoa. That is a big dude. Yeah, and we got to see Flash. Um, we got to see a lot of Flash, actually. Uh, everybody's making a big deal that he had Rick and Morty on in the background. And I like I Rick and Morty, it. guys, but I don't think it's newsworthy. I mean, come on. I know. I, I ain't gonna lie. I I did notice that the but, second uh, time through watching it, I was like, "Hey, check it out, Rick and Morty in the background." But uh, Ezra Miller did fine. I mean, I didn't have a problem with what he was doing as Flash. I mean, I I I am annoyed not that he is playing Flash. I'm annoyed the fact that Grant Gustin is not playing Flash, which makes no sense to me whatsoever. But. It's a done deal. It's fine. We need to move on. Right. It, it looks fine. I'll, I'll get over it. Yes. Um, I, I and mean, I w- I'm with you on that. I don't understand why they establish these fan bases with certain characters or certain actors playing certain characters, and then when they make a movie about it, they don't feel the need. Maybe, I don't know, maybe they think that these people are so small screen that they can't handle the big screen. 
But that should not be the case. I believe these fan bases were created out of these actors. And for some people, that's only, you know, some people, that could be the only Flash they know. Or Stephen Amell could be the only Green Arrow they know. But, you know, I don't understand that. And like you said, we can get over it. Right. What I was saying is if, if, if the movie's good and they turn in a great performance, I'm going to be fine with it. It's not, it's not going to re- relieve my itch underneath saying Grant Greston, Greston still should have been playing that character. But the trailer itself, it was fine. The, the dialogue was fine. It was a little fun. Uh, Wonder Woman was once again fine. Um, uh, I, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. And I'll get to the Batman v Superman uh, Ultimate Edition here in a minute. But we also got another DC trailer, which was absolutely great. Wonder Woman. Oh, man. You talk about... Look, when I said, I believe it was last episode, she needs to be the female Superman. Man, if that isn't it, just... She was out there whooping, kicking ass and taking names. That's what she was doing. That was what Wonder Woman was up to. And that trailer looks incredible. Not to mention, we get to see Chris Pine. Great actor. Awesome. Yeah, and I did like that they, uh, Wonder Woman felt very real, very, uh, uh, take action, a leader, uh, Amazonian, Etta Candy, who's a who's an old character, shows up and and it is played very well. Uh, but the action, man, the action scenes they had going on and her using the lasso looked amazing. And yes. I, I'm really excited. I'm now excited for two DC movies: Suicide Squad and Wonder and Woman. Wonder Woman. So uh, I'm with you on those they're, two. They're exactly. they're getting me there. So oh. Let me just say, you know, I mean, give DC some love. They got they got punched in the mouth, you know. It, it's all about how you react after that. And they have seemingly, to to the naked eye, changed things around and seem to be on the correct track right now. Uh, we'll have to wait for these movies to be released to give, you know, let's see what the public says and see what's going on. But right now I'm very happy with what I've seen this weekend out of DC. Yes. And also some other things that seemed that weren't trailers. Uh, we had some footage that was not shown or released from the Thor Ragnarok movie. Now we did get uh, a new logo, which is very, very eighties video game looking and everybody's in yeah. love with it. I'm fine with it. I've seen many people love it or hate it. I've seen so much hate. I, I haven't. Like, I haven't seen any haters. I mean, I'm fine oh, with it. Don't just stay out of the comments, then, and you'll be fine. <laughs> um, but we did get some exciting news about Hulk. We got pictures of yeah. the Hulk's armor, and it looks exactly like it did in Planet Hulk. Yes. Yes. Now the question is, did you like Planet Hulk? Um, I've glanced through the comics and it, uh, it didn't pull me in. Now I did get the, uh, the Marvel, uh, Blu-ray of the Hulk. Was it Hulk versus that had Planet Hulk or? I believe it was Hulk versus and, and I believe on Netflix it was just Planet Hulk and then the versus was him versus Wolverine. But you, you can watch just the Planet Hulk and I, I totally enjoyed it. Like, Maybe so. Yeah, I did watch it. And, uh, it, it, I liked it. I enjoyed Planet Hulk very much. And I just want to know... 
I want to know how the tie-in is going to go because obviously Hulk is MIA and that was stated pretty clear during Civil War. And we know that really he shouldn't be MIA because, you know, comic book-wise, they know where they sent him. Right, but I... uh... They did talk at the panel about what's been happening. Like, uh, Bruce Banner sh- shows up. They said the scene was, uh, Bruce was talking about, he doesn't know why Tony didn't call him, and then suddenly the phone rings, and it's Tony. And he, like, asked, hey, uh, Thor's wanting to know why you didn't call him. And <laughs> he's like, I don't know your, I don't have your number. And Thor's like, I don't have a phone. That's awesome. But, uh, anyway, they, they did uh, talk about some stuff that happens. They They said there was a scene where the Hulk... Uh, jumps onto a huge fiery demon-looking thing, which is probably Sunter, the uh, the guy behind Ragnarok that they have to stop. They said there was a scene of um, Thor and the Hulk running at each running at each other in a in an arena, like a, a gladiatorial arena. Right. So there was stuff shown, but that that has not popped up online yet. Do you believe? Um, and the name escapes me. Do you think we'll get to see the other? Uh, Thor, the 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 like horse faced Thor, the horse faced Thor. Let, okay, please, please, please don't. The horse face Thor. Please don't hate me. Please, what? I cannot think Look, of. Sarah Jessica Parker is not the new uh, Thor. Okay, leave her yeah. alone. She's fine. You yeah, you are ref- <laughs> you are referring to Beta Ray Bill. Beta Ray Bill, thank you. My, oh, look, look, it's been a long day. If you only knew the half of it. I'm sorry, Beta Ray Bill. I'm sorry any Beta Ray Bill fans that I called you the horse face Thor. <laughs> Although from now on, he will be the horse face Thor. <laughs> the horse face Thor. HFT. HFT. We need HFT in our comic. More HFT. Um, Do you think he'll be there? <laughs> I, I, oh, gosh, I would love it if he is, because, but I mean, but no, no, I, I take that back. I, I wouldn't love that because Beta Ray Bill, that story is, is so good. I think that would be the next Thor movie if they did it because it's, it's really good how he gets the hammer, how honorable he is, the whole story of his people. It's, mm-hmm. it's worth a movie. I, I think it'd be wasted as just a cameo. So, um, but I, I'm really excited for Thor Ragnarok also. Um, now, now that that almost wraps up as far as Marvel and DC are concerned with San Diego Comic-Con for, for what we're going to cover right now. Can you think of anything we've missed? Well, there's a, there's a bunch of other stuff that uh, is worth mentioning, but we really don't have the time for it. We may cover it in our next episode as it filters out, and we see some reactions about what people uh, what people are excited to talk about. So we'll leave it. We'll put that there and set the rest of it aside. Okay, and okay, we'll move on to some other news that something that is affecting us both. Yeah, let's talk about Hastings. Um, Hastings recently announced that they were bought by a company. Uh, oh, actually, liquidation company, two, which is two companies that went in together. Uh, Hastings is going to close. All Hastings stores will be closed by October thirty first of this year. 
Now, some stores have already started deep discounts. Others have put up signs and stuff like that. Um, Mine I, is everything in the store is anywhere from 10 to 30% off right now. And she said as stock dwindles, discounts will increase. So, you know, you can go in now, buy what you want at, you know, a 10 to 30% discount. Um, Funko Pops are, I think they are 20% off. Movies are still only 10% off. T-shirts are only 10% off. But I was able to pick up a couple of short boxes, uh, three or four of them, for like three fifty a piece. That's a good so, deal. Then you're talking about the uh, the uh, character long, uh, short boxes, right? No, just the white ones. The character short boxes are still twelve dollars plus twenty percent off. So you're looking at you know two dollars and forty cents off there. You're just not gonna. I, I mean. Yeah, those can wait then. (laughs) I am going to say this, and I'll even put it on the podcast because I think I can beat any of our listeners to it. In one of their cases, hidden behind something else, I was looking, there's a character box that has Harley Quinn and the Joker on it. And it's a solid black box, and it's all Harley Quinn and Joker. I'm going to snag that one. Oh, our our Hastings is lousy with Funko Pops and character short boxes. I mean, it's just... It's, you think that's what everything came packed in. It's crazy. Uh, I'm going to be... My wife has stated, I believe we went there Sunday morning, and she said at least a half dozen times, I'm sad. I'm really going to miss this. This is really sad for me. Like, she just kept... And I'll admit, um, losing Hastings will be sad. But then again, you and I know before it was Hastings, I knew Crossroads. Oh, let's not. No, let's not talk about Crossroads. That was a that was a sorry Hastings ripping off place. Overpriced oh. Dragon Ball Z videos and uh Crossroads. I'm just saying all I'm saying is with the loss of something, hopefully we will get something else. You well, know, you know, that's th- that market will still be in our area. There there's still going to be a market that wants novelty this and Somebody's going to have to sell the Funko Pops and somebody's going to sell the character short boxes and surely somebody will want to buy all my old crappy DVDs and books that I don't read. That's funny because I was talking to somebody about that same thing today. Um, now, I did mention earlier that I did see Batman vs. Superman, the Ultimate Edition. Now, I have not watched the theatrical. I do own it now. Uh, but I, I wanted my first experience to be the best version of the movie, and that's what I heard this is. You're lucky. Uh, <laughs> I haven't heard your review, so I may be the one sitting here going, really, this is how you feel about it. So how you said three hours? Yeah, the movie is is close to, or no, it's a little over three hours long. It's uh, Ultimate Edition is 182 minutes. The theatrical is 151. Okay. So, um, I did watch this uh, all in one sitting. I didn't break it up. Um, The first half dragged. Me and my son both watched it. I stopped it right in the middle and asked him how he felt about it. Uh, He couldn't articulate, you know, a lot of stuff about the movie, but he he did say that it was slow. And sometimes you need slow to for character. I mean, you notice it's slow, and you never need that. Uh, But as as it rolled along. 
I, I was fine with the movie. Um, I, I enjoyed it. The battle was fun. Um, Wonder Woman was great. Absolutely the best part of the movies are Wonder Woman and uh, Ben Affleck. And yes. Uh, I, I totally wasn't... I agree with you there. Uh, the two best parts are that. And, and to address your slow part, that's the crap, man. I don't understand. This is Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. If there are characters on this planet that do not need character explanation, it is Batman and Superman. I don't understand why they did this character building. No, I I, I agree. I mean, you don't... Well... The Batman. There's a reason they they show Batman's origin, and I was I was fine with the way they did it because of the reason they showed the origin. It was very short. That part wasn't slow. The origin part was slow. Uh, wasn't slow. Um, the the actors, of course, um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan and uh, Maggie. <laughs> Funny seeing the two Walking Dead characters playing his parents. Um. But that that was fine uh, because it linked to something else in the movie, Marva. Um, Marva. Marva. Yes. But uh, what really got me? Okay, a few times in the movie, which threw me threw me out, and I laughed. I openly laughed. I paused and laughed in the movie. And <laughs> you're you're really not supposed to do that. But can, what? What do you think I was laughing at? I want, I want to, I want your guess. That's the thing. I don't know. Maybe you did see a totally different movie than me. I didn't laugh one bit. Well, there was, there was a couple of things, and and I did know this going in. Uh, Batman is having visions, but the way the movie portrays it, you never know when you're going from memory to vision to back to the movie. Like, there's his memory of his parents dying, him falling in the well, and then suddenly he's floating in the air carried by bats. And I'm like, wait a minute! That didn't actually happen! He's... What's he doing? <laughs> what... Zack Snyder, what... Hold on! Let's stop! Uh, I don't know what you're doing here, but that didn't happen. I mean, I'm, this and I'm not saying, punch. I'm not saying it's, it, it, well, you're deviating from the Batman origin. I'm saying, no, that did not physically happen. Bats can't carry, levitate you up into the air. What is going on here? And it moves on to the next scene. It has no explanation that it's a vision. Then, of course, the nightmare scene happens. And, and that's not explained as a vision either. It's just part of the movie. And, I mean, well, you, can, I, you when, can suss it out, but, I mean, it just plays as part of the movie. And and it leaves you with, like, well, what, what parts are actually visions and what aren't? And then, after the nightmare scene, it leads into a scene where he is at his uh, bat station, and he sees Ezra Miller's flash come back in time to give him a warning and then he wakes up from the vision like no wait a minute wait a minute that's actually happening that you're you've you fooled yourself into not knowing when your vision is no the the Ezra Miller part that actually happened he shouldn't be waking up that's right that's the part that threw me off is you went from the nightmare straight into the flash going back in time going oh I'm too soon 
I was like, I almost thought it was all one piece until people started talking about it on in comments and stuff. And I was like, oh, so the Flash going back is not part of the nightmare. No, but it, it is. I, I know, but it doesn't explain it that way. But, well, for, and it, it really doesn't explain why Batman is suddenly clairvoyant because... This is this is what the that's what the movie implies that those visions are because right. Batman is now and it's been stated Batman is operating off the assumption that doomsday is coming from the visions he's having. So this Batman is in some capacity clairvoyant. I guess man, I don't know. That that's the part that just threw me off like that's what happens when you try to cram too much into a movie. And and I know, uh, I, I don't know if you've seen it, but I, I spoke with a gentleman on our Twitter the other day, and we had went back and forth, and he was talking about how much he enjoyed BVS. And I stated it was okay, but they crammed too much into one movie. And even he agreed with me on that. Like, yeah. Why put so much into one film if you know if you know you're going to have a whole series of films you didn't have to do so much with Batman vs Superman you you could have started off so much better yeah and they they attempted to do so much and I, I like ambition but there's absolutely no reason for Doomsday to have been shoved in at the end and the, and the death of no. Superman to have been shoved no. in there. No reason None for that. that. And it no. doesn't and it doesn't make sense because um and once again, oh my freaking god. Once again, I thought we learned this lesson with Superman Returns, but once again, Superman muscles up and powers through the effects of kryptonite. What I mean, I don't need an origin again for Superman. I need an explanation for how Superman, who, whenever he's exposed to kryptonite, is as helpless as one of us with radiation poisoning, can just, oh, well, I'm just going to power through it and use my powers and fly through Doomsday and shove this kryptonite spear up his ass and or lift an entire continent of kryptonite up in the air and throw it away. I'm with you. I, I don't understand I understand what they're saying. What, you know, because it, it it shows how strong... Oh, he's so strong. He can will himself to... No. But no, he that's can't. The thing, that's the thing about kryptonite. He can't See, do that. That's the thing they lost in this movie. That's the thing that they lost in this movie. If you read the comic, or hell, even watch the animated series, the, the animated movie... The whole point of the kryptonite is to prove that Batman can kill you whenever he wants because he is that smart. He's that great a detective. He is that great of an adversary that but... you you cannot... Bruce Wayne is very intelligent, and he knows how to set things up. That's what it's supposed to teach Superman, you know? Just because you are... Uh, basically a demigod on Earth, don't think that nobody's going to keep you in check. Yeah, but, I mean, that's the Dark Knight does that so well. I mean, that's fine there, but here, here's the whole thing. It's a moot point. 
you had Wonder Woman right there. She's the strongest Superman. She should have had the spear and shoved it through the guy. And Superman right. been fine. Hey, stay over there. I'll handle this. You come in. You come in if I need you. <laughs> I, I honestly, for a second there, thought that's what they were going to do. And I thought, this is going to be good. And then they totally went and did the opposite. And I hated that. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and hate on it. I did enjoy it. Right. I did yes. enjoy the movie. Like I told you, man, if you go into it expecting the action and wanting to see some superheroes display some awesome powers and fight each other, that's what we get. Yeah, I mean, and, and here's here's my final review on it. Uh, watching this movie and watching the Comic-Con stuff, I will pay to see Justice League in the theater. I will pay to see Wonder Woman in the theater. So Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I agree with you, and I hope I'm sitting beside you when you watch this, because the Batman versus Superman trailers, just from those trailers, I could tell you that I wasn't going to pay for it. I knew I wasn't going to pay for it, but this, I'm going to pay to see. I, I'm telling you, I, I think they, for once, somebody actually listened to their audience. For once. I, I, and DC, I, I believe in you. Don't let me down. Uh, since we're still on movies, before we skip to the next topic, I want to talk about an email. Now we've had we've had an email before from uh, this gentleman named Joel, and Joel wanted to take us to task on a movie that we've been ripping on. Joel sent in a review for Ghostbusters, and yes. uh, I've talked to Joel before, and he quite enjoyed it. He has a young child who quite enjoyed it. Said it was uh, it's not the original, of course. Uh, but there's several things that uh, you can love from the original and uh, that it was really fun. The point of the movie is is fun. He said it was worth his money and he may go uh, watch it again. So I want to thank Joel for his, his review. Of course, neither of us have seen it yet. We're not boycotting it, but I, I'm not paying for it in the theater. So, But Joel may turn me around on it. I'm not sure. I, I ain't getting on. I may let you handle that. And uh, there's another part of the email we'll uh, we'll talk to we'll talk about at the end. I so go ahead. I was gonna say no Charlie Hunnam in Pacific Rim, but we do get Charlie Hunnam in King Arthur. Now I did not watch this trailer. You're talking about the Guy Ritchie movie, correct? Yes. Yeah. Um, I heard about this movie today. I missed the trailer, and I have not had time to watch it. But I heard it was very exciting, uh, very action-packed, uh, and a lot of people who like the Arthurian legend were excited to see this movie after the trailer. Dude, I I love King Arthur. I love the movie Excalibur. I wrote. Let's see. I want to say, I in my lifetime, I've written at least two papers about King Arthur. One was like for an advanced English class in high school, and another was in college. Let me tell you, there's not that much information out there about King Arthur. <laughs> but I enjoy the story. I love the Sword and the Stone. And if I'm a huge fan of Guy Ritchie films, like... So this is a match made in heaven for me. Charlie Hunnam looks amazing. I am going to be so sad, though, that we don't get to see him be a Jaeger pilot. Yeah, you know, I'm just excited to see. The fact that I'm getting Pacific Rim 2, I'm fine. Because after the first movie, I was really pumped. I really liked it. It didn't do well critically. It didn't do well financially. 
And uh, I, I'm just excited we're getting the second one. So uh, m- maybe it'll do better. Uh, I, like I said, I liked it. Give me more of it, please. Same here. And, and you know, that that's a quick two birds with one stone. We get Charlie Hunnam in King Arthur, but we don't get him in Pacific Rim 2, people. It, it's, you know, ho- hopefully you like the King Arthur movie. Y- y'all need to check out that Guy Ritchie trailer. I don't know if, have you, are you familiar with Guy Ritchie films? Oh, yeah, I liked the uh, Sherlock Holmes movies. Oh, um now you'll have to refresh me because I'm not I'm not good on his first movies. Well, Snatch. Yeah, I loved Snatch. I still quote yeah, Snatch. Yes. Yeah, Dags. You yes, like Dags? That, like Dags? What? Dags. <laughs> you like Dags? Oh, dogs. Yeah, yeah. I like dogs. Yeah, Dags. Uh, I just I like that movie, and you know there there's others, but I don't want to slow us down because Bloody we're trying pikeys. to cram a lot here for these people now. Uh, well, hold on. Before no, we no. roll out of that, did you see right. Kong Skull Island trailer? I did. I did see Kong Skull Island. Um, King Kong's going to be big. Let's <laughs> see what you did there. Um, I liked it. Uh, I think Loki looks all right in it. I think the new... Uh, oh, my God. My- oh, hey. San Diego Comic-Con. Let's roll back to that since we're talking about Skull Island and some of the people starring in it, like Brie Larson... Why don't we mention that Brie Larson was announced to be Captain Marvel in the new yes. Captain Marvel movie? Dude, yes. Brie Larson, Captain Marvel. Awesome match. I love it. It. Oh, she's going to do a great job. And uh, I've seen the best meme ever. It showed her. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the picture of her wearing the the black hat where she's like giving this like look at the camera. Yeah, well, I then, put that out on Twitter. Yep. Right and, and and right that picture, but it had Captain America beside it, and she goes, "I'm the captain now." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, she is. She is Captain Marvel, and man, she'll do a great job." And I look forward to getting more information on that movie. But going back to King Kong, Tom Hiddleston looks like he, dude, did he get yoked for this film or what? Like, we're watching the trailer and. I don't even think my wife was watching 100%. She just looks up and she goes, wow, Tom Hiddleston got like big for that movie. Uh, yeah, dude got swole. You know, that's and you what, know that's exactly. What when you date Tay-Tay, I guess. <laughs> that reminds me of, you remember, okay, the movie Predators. Who who was the lead in Predators? Uh, That was, please don't tell me. Just just let this pause. So, yeah, come on. From the you jacket. From you the jacket. It. From uh, uh 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 what's his face the nose guy uh yes Andrew Andy Lincoln Andy Garcia Andy uh Andy Dufresne no Andy uh, we're you're totally gonna edit this I hope till we just say the guy's name Andy Kaufman Andy oh, uh, you're, you're killing me Smalls uh I believe you're talking about Adrian Brody Adrian Brody I got it. I'm good. It's Adrian Brody. That's yeah. the guy. Well, that, that's exactly the first thing I thought of when I saw Tom Hiddleston in that. I was like, oh, look, they did the Adrian Brody thing out of Predators where they, <laughs> they, they took the guy who's not a war guy and put him into a, uh, a soldier. Great. It looks good. I mean, but here's the thing with a Kong movie. There's only so much you can do story-wise. 
and well, with the I, I, well, with here's and, and I'll let me say this. Let me say this. I was not a big fan of the first HD Kong movie, the Jack Black one. Not not a fan. I'm sorry. Uh, I thought I, it... I owned it. I owned it on HD. Like I bought the 360 HD player. Remember, and I got that, and I watched it on my HD TV. Not a fan. Oh well, I think you just paid too much for it. I, bu- I bought it on just DVD, and I liked it. Uh, it was fine. It was a little long, uh, but other than that, Jack Black was fine in it. Uh, so, so what do you think they're going to do story wise here? I mean, there's he's going to fight some dinosaurs. Uh, don't they always? I, I don't right, know. Right. Right. All, all I'm saying is, I hope there's a good story to go along with it. The trailer doesn't lead you whether it's going to be a good story or not, you know. I mean, I like the actors that are in the movie. I like the idea of King Kong looks freaking ginormous. And I just don't know. It doesn't have me now where I'm going, yep, that's it. I got to buy that ticket. So that's just my take on the trailer right now, you know. Yeah, I, I was fine with that. I was going to go for something else, but I have now forgotten, so I'll move on. I have some quick reviews I wanted to talk about. I did bring them up on the podcast, and then I just haven't had time to sit down and do them because we've been so busy. Um, Lord of the Rings, uh, I got the Blu-ray on an Amazon sale for the Lord of the Rings, the extended edition. Lucky, you picked that up. I know when you got that on the Prime Day sale. No, it was a pre-Prime Day sale. It was $27 for all three movies. Yeah, by the time I got to it, it was the waiting in line sale. (laughs) But, uh, I've watched them all again, and man, it's great. It's a good transfer. Uh, there was a little thing I noticed at the beginning of The Two Towers, where it had some artifacts that, and I, I noticed them because it was in HD. I was like, ooh, ooh, I don't know about that, but uh, the rest of it was okay. Nothing noticed. I mean, I just, I love Lord of the Rings. I cannot watch them without watching the extended versions nowadays. I mean, it's just not, it's two different movies, and I just absolutely love them. Uh, I've let somebody else borrow my... Some good editing here. Yeah. I, I highly recommend them. Uh, they're great at any price. Uh below like $60, got them for a steal, I was happy to get them. I did get my He-Man and the Masters of the Universe mini-comic collection. Now, this is a collection of all the mini-comics that came with uh, the original He-Man toys through the last ones released in the newer line. And when I got this package, it felt like somebody packed the box with rocks. This book is three inches thick. Wow. And it is a beast. Uh, I haven't anywhere read all of them, but I, I did own a lot of those mini comics, and I still have some. And oh, yeah. uh, they're they're reprinted beautifully. They're, it's not like a cheap kind of reprint where they just put a book on there and copied. They've remastered some stuff. And uh, like I've mentioned before, Mark Texier, one of the artists I love, did a lot of those. I, I thought it was really great. Got it for a, another steal, twenty dollars. Really good. And then I also purchased a masterpiece transformer, but it was a, a knockoff. Right. Yeah, you said this is the first one that you had bought that way and you were little we're gonna see how it does, you know, compared to the real deal. Yeah, and now that I paid a third of the price, uh well, close to a third of the price that you'd normally pay for one of these. And it looks pretty good. 
there is a, a minor QC issue on a couple of things. There was some flashing on the uh, on the head, and there's a little bit of uh, where one of the pegs connects is is too small and needs widening. But other than that, the paint's good. A character, one of the legs is a little loose. Uh, you can you can take there's a little secret uh, for figures like this. You can use floor polish and to uh, uh, to make that tighter. Uh, so I will be trying that at one point, and I, I'm fine with it. The figure looks good on my shelf, and you, you'd almost have to just tell... You'd have tell to know s- that it was a knockoff to realize it was a knockoff? Yeah, not that I promote knockoffs, people. I've already bought, oh, a bunch of these figures at uh, from the, from the uh, original manufacturer, so uh, I'm okay with that. That's awesome. And that's all I have for my reviews. Now... Now, Do you have anything you want to add? Well, I was going to throw in some comic reviews real quick because I haven't done a comic review in two weeks. Two weeks. And I'm behind, so I'm going to try to catch people up. Justice League Rebirth number one has came out. You need to check this one out. It is uh, it's setting things up to where, like I said... The Superman that's in this universe now is my Superman, your Superman, the one that Doomsday killed from the 90s. The Justice League here doesn't know him at all. They just know that there is another Superman, and theirs is dead, and they are fighting an enemy, and they just don't know, you know, do do we ask him for help? Do we not ask him for help? And they're just going ahead and go fighting. And this Lois Lane is telling him, hey, you they're the Justice League. They're not the Justice League without Superman. You need to be there. You need to do this. It It's a really good comic. Justice League Rebirth. Uh, I'm interested to see where this goes. I'm not going to say I'm going to buy every issue, but... I may pick up the number two and three to see how how this goes, how they integrate together. And uh, that's just real short on that one. Civil War two number three. We had some Hulk information earlier. And speaking of the Hulk, uh, I don't want to be too spoilery, but I'll just go ahead and say this. In Civil War two, She-Hulk has died. And... Some turn of events, a lot of people have died, honestly. They're going to tell Bruce Banner. And on their way to tell Bruce Banner, this Inhuman has another vision and sees the Hulk wrecking everything. He is going off. He is destroying the Avengers. He's destroying the Inhumans. He is going flat out off. So, apparently, unbeknownst to us... uh. Hawkeye is good friends with Bruce Banner in this. They're 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 the best of friends, I guess. And Bruce trusts him. And when they get there, they tell him of the situation. And Hawkeye, you just gotta see it. He ends the situation before there ever has a chance to be a situation. So I'm going to be real vague and say that. But Civil War II continues down this dark path. Uh, I'm probably going to keep buying Civil War II just to see 
how they're going to get out of this because they've killed off three or four major characters so far and it doesn't look to be getting any better. So if you want to check out the Civil War II line, go for it. Um, that's all I have right now. And we are running way long on time right now. So I can say this, if Rick, if you don't have anything... I do have one more thing. One uh, more thing? That same email from Joel, he did want to throw in a Have You Seen It, which I have nothing prepared and you have nothing prepared. But All right, Joel, sweet. Joel did have go. something prepared. And uh, he his has you seen Have You Seen It is The Room from 2003. This is an indie film, and he says it's perhaps the worst film ever made, and it is gold. So... Uh, and I'm looking at it right now. It looks like indie film. The trailer's what up is on this? the room. The room and it's from 2003. 2003. Yeah, it's okay. not. It's not four rooms. That's a much different movie. Yes, very different. But uh, he says that you should get some enjoyment out of that. So, uh, with that, I think we're going to wrap it up. That's right. You can find me on Twitter at Maynard98, and you can find us on Twitter at Not So Southern G's. Uh, just look for Not So Southern Gentlemen. You'll be able to find us. We're, I'll be very active on Twitter. I have notifications set. Hit us up. Say hi. Give us any kind of feedback you want. You can also email us at Not So Southern Gentlemen, just like Joel has done twice now. I'm waiting for someone else. Come on. Anybody else? Shoot us an email. You can find me on Twitter at Ricky Westbrook. Hit up our Not So Southern Gentlemen at gmail.com. Um, oh, Facebook. And Facebook, Facebook, search Facebook, Not So Southern Gentlemen. We're always putting uh, new news like Comic-Con. We did some great coverage on it. And uh, we're always looking for articles that we're going to repost or possibly news that we can catch in the middle of Arkansas. You never know these days. That's right. And, and if you find an article uh, that you think we should be covering, send it to us and... We'll read it on here, and we'll see what we got. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you uh, share the podcast, tell a friend, spread the word. Let's see what we can do. For Not-So-Southern Gentlemen, I'm Ricky. And I'm Sean. Have a great night. Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. <laughs> <laughs>